warm up. Okay. Are you warming up right now, Micah? <laughs> <laughs> okay uh who's hosting this one uh you can because i didn't watch the movie <laughs> what are you doing here <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding oh my god I... <laughs> you asshole okay fine all right For those of you who are who can't see Micah, he's currently not dressed right now. So nope. I guess this will be our OnlyFans episode mm-hmm. <laughs> behind a paywall. <laughs> Look at Micah's pepperonis, his pepperonis. <laughs> All right, so let's go you ahead and get see my sh- dick. Sure. Oh my god, that's the fifty dollar tier. Fifty dollar <laughs> tier, <laughs> patreoncom slash pod, and you can see Micah's dick. Yeah, look at that there. That's a fifty dollar cock right there. <laughs> $10 an inch, folks. $10 an inch. Oh <laughs> you God. give me way too much credit, young man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So we're going to get this shit started. This is Slashers, your new favorite podcast about your new favorite horror media. My name is Aid. And with me today is a special Call Your Ghoul Friends episode with my boo boo, Mikey, and our honorary ghoul friend micah boys say hello to the mutant goons from beyond hello hi everyone i you ever get a song stuck in your head and you don't know why it's there how it happened and you can't get rid of it the only thing that you could think about doing is shoving like a protractor inside your ear hole to make it end but then it's not like you're actually listening to it because it's in your fucking brain right now i have Ain't no holler back girl stuck in my head by Gwen Stefani. (laughs) And it has been like that since the moment I arose from my slumber. But at least I know how to spell bananas now. Now all we need is for that bitch to get off her lazy ass, quit sucking Blake Shelton's shvenus, and write a song about Mississippi. There's already a song about Mississippi. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. No, no, no. I need a pop one. I need something uh, a little more upbeat that I can shake my dingling to. Gwen Stefani is not pop. How dare you? I don't know what she is anymore. Does Gwen Stefani even know what she is? I don't think anybody in the world has sold out more than Gwen Stefani. I mean, the punk rock girl that married a conservative Christian and uh, changed her views on life. Bingo, bingo. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, (laughs) but we're not here to talk about beautiful has-beens. We're here to talk about (laughs) horror movies. Yes. With well, I guess with slightly a beautiful has-been that stars in the film or kind of stars in the film, the, the chick behind you, Mikey, what's her name? I forget. Laura Linning? Ellen DeGeneres. Laura, Laura, Micah, Laura Reagan. Okay. Yeah, Laura Reagan. So we're it's here. Ellen DeGeneres. It's not Ellen DeGeneres. It's actually. Are you she looks, sure? No, you know what she's giving me? She's giving me um from Rosemary's Baby. What's her name? Uh, yeah, oh, Mia Farrow. That's yeah. what she's trying. I to noticed go. that too, but this is more of a uh, a scissor me timbers dance around the room situation here. Jason Stackhouse could have any woman he wanted. <laughs> if anything, I would have just been like, okay, she's dead. I'm gonna just uh, go along with my life and not worry about any of this shit. Because I'm chasing fucking Stackhouse. I wrote a book about fucking. (laughs) I'll have you know, one of the most charming things about this movie is the chemistry between the two. It starts off really strong because you actually believe and, or at least for me, I really enjoyed their chemistry. And even though they didn't have that much time together, because spoiler alert, homegirl gets it. Okay, let's 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 back up here, boys, for Uh-oh. a second. Uh-oh. What the movie in question that we are discussing today here on Slasher's podcast is Dead Silence. So introducing now, movies are a good idea. Yeah. Now that we know what the movie is, Mikey, I don't know continue. Why Aid led us into that. Aid I, set us up for disappointment. I, I did. I did. I know. <sighs> the organization here is just out of control. I'm delirious from my cold. I have no idea where I am. But continue, Mikey, please. Thank you. You're welcome. Since we're just beginning, I did want to mention Laura, what's her last name again? Reagan. Laura Reagan. So I don't know if y'all remember the movie They that she was in before this. Oh, yeah. 
Uh-huh. That movie, I when I was, I don't remember it. I have it. I need to watch it again. I've only seen it twice, but I remember seeing it in the theater as a PG-13 horror film about monsters that are in the dark. And I fucking love that movie. I thought it was super creepy and she was in it. And I don't think that they were trying to do like a Rosemary's Baby ripoff with her look here because she always just has short hair. She even had short hair in they, like I was saying, <laughs> what really starts this movie off strong for the James Huan dead silence is their chemistry because I didn't even know that this was Ryan Quantin until like a couple of years ago when someone was like oh that doll movie with Ryan Quantin or whatever his name is yeah and I was like oh shit that is him and he doesn't look any different today than he does in this movie still very baby-faced um and by the way Micah he is your favorite kind of actor Australian yeah yeah get him out of my country (laughs) (laughs) Um, but but no I really think that their chemistry works out really well I love them together. It was like, it was one of those things where it is sad that she does eventually die because I just like seeing them together. I wanted more of them because sometimes you watch movies and you're like, whatever, either one of them's a jerk, one of them's a bitch, or they're just not likable. I like them. Well, okay. And that's the thing. So with this film, I just felt, I I liked it initially when I first saw it back in, so this movie came out. 2007. Yeah. March 16, 2007. Good year for horror. A year mm-hmm. after Aiden and I graduated. Oh, yes, that's right. A year later. And I know I went to, who did I see this movie with? Yeah, which Some... one of your men did you take to this one? God, I know I, I saw it with what? a guy. I know, no. but I, which one took me? I can't remember. This was but her anyways, lesbo phase. Yeah, this is my, the one month I was, you know, because the Katy Perry song made us all yeah. lesbians for a little while. It's true. This was her scissoring um, in the back row. but anyway so um when I was when I had initially seen it I really really liked it I I didn't see anything wrong with it and at the time when did when did um True Blood come out 2008 yeah it was 2008 okay so Brian Quantin Ryan Quantin wasn't anything yet so I mean I didn't realize that was him until I thought about it years later and I was watching True Blood and I looked at him and I go, that's the motherfucker from Dead Silence. Like it just clicked. I don't know. I can't remember why I didn't know or whatever, but there was a lot of hype with this movie. I mean, you remember because oh yeah, like everybody was comparing it to Saw, you know, the, the creator Saw did it, blah, blah, blah. You know, it, it's, it's, it had a pretty good budget. I mean, it was directed by James Wan, written by Lee Winnell. The story was by Lee Winnell and James Wan. Um, unfortunately, I guess it was not really their vision overall by the end. And so I guess the budget, you know, was for nothing because it only grossed $22.4 million. I, I want to say the budget kind of went towards just the mainly the special effects and obviously the sets in this movie. The sets in the movie were very uh, elaborate. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's funny because, you know, I... We just I just recorded an episode with Jake about Creature from the Black Lagoon will recover Universal Monsters. This is a Universal Studios picture. Yep. And the theme that they have is sets, scenery, set design. And so yeah. watching this right after Creature from the Black Lagoon, I was like, there's that Universal set design that we all know. And oh, love. yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the beginning of it is good in a sense. And I was a little disappointed when I when I initially saw the movie because I thought that maybe... I think it would have been a pretty interesting story to kind of follow them as a couple as the dolls terrorizing them throughout the, you know, throughout like the beginning and then maybe she dies in the middle and then he goes home and all this shit happens and then we're done. Because I feel like once he gets back into the hometown, the whole doll poem like I don't remember it being as okay. Annoying thank back you. Then. That is uh, never look in Mary Shaw's <laughs> eyes, or you may be the next to die. Oh, surprise! There's a thumb in your bum. Something like that. Like it, it was uh, just. It's very. The, con- it's it's so ridiculous that like everybody knows this stupid fucking poem, and even at the beginning of the movie when I, uh, uh, Ella DeGeneres starts to actually go with like <laughs> she like gets the doll. So. So they get a mysterious package sent to them. They open it up. Oh, lo and behold, it's fucking Slappy the doll. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she just starts muttering off that poem like, oh, you know, like when we, we were kids, right? We all know this fucking poem. They, I hate that shit because like it's it's like the uh, it's like the kids from Pumpkinhead that know the Pumpkinhead poem. Like these kids never even went to fucking school. How are they going to know the poem about Pumpkinhead? It's just, it's so weird and goofy that this is like 
uh, everybody knows this fucking nursery rhyme. Like, nobody fucking knows this shit. Like, what? Come on. Kind of lost me there right away. I have to retaliate. I think y'all are being unfairly harsh. There is <laughs> always time for a poorly executed nursery rhyme. Well, just yeah. like that one. But <laughs> considering what happened in the town regarding Mary Shaw... It does not surprise me that there is, <clears throat> excuse me, folks that have COVID. Oh yeah. Mikey's got COVID. I'm sick and uh, <laughs> Micah can't drink. So everybody is incapacitated yeah. today. No <laughs> one's at a, no one's at a hundred percent today. Yeah. I really, uh, Zach wild myself over here. If I, if I drink, I just bleed out of all my fucking orifices. So that's great. Ooh, that's hot. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully um, this doesn't last long, <laughs> but <laughs> If you've seen the movie or if you haven't, the the story of Mary Shaw, it's so shocking that what happened in there, what they make seem like a small town is so impactful and so shocking that it doesn't surprise me that there is a little jingle that the kids would know. Yeah, I'm not upset that they know the jingle because, you know, we know Ring Around the Rosie and London Bridge and all of that. And those were created like, you know, years, years before we were alive, right? Mm -hmm. With this one, it just it's supposed to rhyme, but it doesn't like oh, beware no. of Mary Shaw. She had no children, only dolls. Like, like who the fuck like it, it was like it was an afterthought. Oh, we gotta write a quick little <laughs> shitty poem yeah, and then stick it in the movie. You know? Because they had <laughs> an accent. They had an accent. It was she <laughs> Mary Shaw, she had no children, only dolls. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like here is like never look at Mary Shaw. That bitch never wore a bra. Like it's <laughs> That's exactly that that's that's the perfect poem. So. That's for that's for the porn parody. She dragged, she, yeah, she dragged her titties across the city. Boy, this poem sure is shitty. Like <laughs> that's it's there's so many better. I shit, I should have wrote this fucking movie. Um, well, yeah, but it's it's the the poem aside. I like that you uh you mentioned the town. Uh, I, Mikey, you mentioned like they they try to make it seem like it's a small town, but really it's it's not. It's fucking beautiful. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, a big. It's, yeah there's like a lake in the middle of the town it's it's insane and i i sorry i'm bouncing around a little too much okay let's get into a little bit of structure here gentlemen yeah okay here comes the teacher again well you know back to school yay yeah cue the van halen uh anyway so for dead silence you scream you die gotta love that tagline huh um again we talked about the budget and what it made it did it, it, it flopped and i was reading somewhere that lee winnell was very unhappy with this finished product due to the studio inter- interference so from then on he decided to write all future scripts on spec as opposed to pitching an idea to a studio and then being paid to write the screenplay because they basically took the movie and just kind of fucked it right and honestly if i think about all of the actors in the film And yeah, I know Laura Reagan, whatever, was in They and stuff. And I know that our pixie cat was of the time. But I don't, maybe you guys can remind me because I feel like this is just, her outfit bothered the fuck out of me. I don't know why. (laughs) Her peasant skirt and her little top and like the tank top under the blue top. Like, no, girl, no. Like, no. I, I was trying to figure that out too. I don't remember that being a style in 2007 well, it definitely now, wasn't my style so jason stackhouse the way he was dressing with like the button down jeans and like the the blazer that was totally a look around that time like the untucked thing with the blazer like i i feel like maybe i rocked that for a few months too actually i fuck i did uh yeah you probably would be a fashion victim i can see that <laughs> oh yeah I, that was right before my affliction phase i was just out trying to get some puss now he just uh, doesn't no. now he just doesn't wear clothes so he doesn't have to be a fashion victim no bingo no. but at the time in 2007 i was looking and we sort of touched on this with the grindhouse episode because they all came out around the same time but during the time this film came out it was competing with in march it was competing with the hills have eyes part two yep unrest that ed gein movie and the hitchhiker so it was didn't really have a lot of horror besides I think the Hills Have Eyes 2 is probably its biggest competition because the first one was so sick the first remake was so successful mm-hmm. but the second one was just so like bleh, like, I like, a sci- like a fucking sci-fi movie the second one is awful I mean I've, I've watched yeah, it, it once and I never watched it again but from the rest of the year 
Again, we have Disturbia, P2, Rec, 1408, Return to House on Haunted Hill, Saw 4, Resident Evil Extinction, Wrong Turn 2, The Hitcher, 30 Days of Night, I Know Who Killed Me, The Mist, The Messengers, Blood and Chocolate, Hostel Part 2, Trick or Treat, Rob Zombie's Halloween, 28 Weeks Later, The Girl Next Door, The Invisible, The Invasion, The Orphanage, I Am Legend, and Hot Fuzz. So, oh, and Grindhouse. So, like, that was the rest of the year. So, again, 2007 was a really good year for horror movies. And I don't know. Trick or Treat, baby. Yes, especially Trick or Treat. Probably being the favorite, I would say, of that list um, between that and Hostel Part 2, for me anyway. Um, But I, I just think that the Dead Silence kind of gets lost among all of those because even though it's a good it's a good movie it has good effects i mean some of them are some of the cgi is dated it has that like the the harry potter special effects yeah (laughs) that's what i call and also they it's around that 2007 was that time where they were using that fucking filter on everything uh i call it the twilight filter where everything has like a bluish gray hue to it but see it doesn't really have that filter until he gets to, to the, the town. town yeah. yeah i think so and you brought this up earlier so i'm going to address it because i forgot when Please i do. first when i first saw this movie i did not like it um but i was i was young and knew what i wanted to see was a killer doll movie i was 19 years old or 18 one of those 18 or 19 and mm-hmm. i was like cool i want to see this doll kill people and so I remember watching it with my friends and kind of like Annabelle, the doll doesn't actually kill people. Um, it's There's something behind it. Yeah. And so I think that might also have been something to its detriment. Like people may have been expecting more of like a Chucky type thing instead of getting something more, even though Annabelle wasn't out back then, but getting more of an Annabelle type thing. Um, I watched it again today for the second time because all I remember is that it wasn't really a killer doll. I didn't really care for it. And then I remembered this morning we were recording. And so I was like, shit, I have to watch it. Luckily, Adam came in clutch and Adam had it. And I didn't even know he had it. So I watched it and I was watching it. And I was like, holy shit, this is actually a pretty good movie. Like if I didn't have the expectation of just wanting to see like a slice and dice type, you know, even down to like, I want the final girl. I want chase scenes. I want this and that. And then it's like, well, the only girl in the movie dies in the beginning. We get two bros perspective of what's going on. And the doll doesn't actually kill people. But if you like take all that out and you actually start focusing on the characters, who they are, their relationships, it actually has a lot of redeeming qualities to it. I was actually actually gonna mention that the the one thing, so this is the first time I watched the movie since seeing it in theaters uh, when it it first came out. And I, I mean, I remember liking it. Watching it again, I think I'm just... I, I don't know because that that type of story at that point in 2007 was just so drawn out the whole oh there was like a, a some type of supernatural murder and then there's that lone wolf going off trying to solve it kind of like the ring uh like it had a, it had a feel like that and I am just so fucking sick of those types of movies where they have to jump through all these hoops and they they figure out like uh what's going on granted the ending to this one wasn't uh let's say like a happy ending um but there's just something about like that normal <laughs> a normal fucking person trying to solve this supernatural murder it's without the help of like uh, a medium or anything like that just kind of chaps my ass a little uh and also I could have gone for a role reversal. There's something about a dude, especially a Ryan Quanton, who I do like, but in this where he just played as a fucking dud um, who showed hardly any emotion and didn't really emote a whole lot. And he's the main guy like going through this shit. I feel like it should have been swapped around and uh, Karen, who she was married to, should have been the one to be like tr- tracing this down. Women are more, and now, eight, I apologize for saying it like this, but women I find to be a little more vulnerable. I would have been behind the character more instead of just being like, oh, this guy's just a fucking tool. Oh, he's sleeping in his fucking dress shirt. Fuck him. Like, oh, oh daddy issues. Oh, go fuck yourself, dude. Uh, like, oh, now we're bros with Donnie Wahlberg? Like, come on, big whoop. I'm walking here. Fuck yourself. Uh, but I don't know. I just, I couldn't 
re-watching this movie and especially knowing the the little ooh, but the twist at the end it didn't really do it for me oh well i mean okay so that's our t- like you know our opinions for all you know all and opinions are just like assholes they give you a fucking monkey pox well it's, it's interesting though because i remember at the time i did like it a lot yeah. but i couldn't remember why and then i revisited it a couple of years ago i think it was on netflix and i just put it on the background because i'm like i couldn't remember what the fuck happened um and then and again the, the only issue i do have with the film is that it's really hard to remember what happens right because oh, really for me i when i watched it again the other day and i'm like what the fuck is what's happening in this movie like i i know the ending as there's, there's like eight white claws like emptied out in her living room she's like it's really hard for me to <laughs> well no not this, this time i literally line. no i haven't like i've been so sick for like a week so i this time i've met well maybe that maybe that's why i will remember because i was not drinking when i watched it this time <laughs> however um i with I don't know. There's, there's, I want to talk about some, some of the positives with it in just a second. But for those of you who haven't seen Dead Silence, obviously, spoiler alert. But if you don't remember and you're like me and you forgot because it's easily forgettable some, at some points, it's about a young widower who returns to his hometown to search for answers to his wife's murder, which may be linked to the ghost of a deceased ventriloquist. So the whole idea around Dead Silence being every time the this entity or the doll we don't know yet is going to kill you everything goes dead silent mm-hmm. which i never caught until i watched it on monday <laughs> i was like oh it's gonna be really quiet oh hey, the movie's dead called silence. dead silence <laughs> i'm like i get it i get it well listen i i clearly my head has literally been up my ass everybody so i'm so sorry but the movie has a really good cast we've got ryan Quantin, you know again jason stackhouse um, as Jamie Amber Valletta is in this movie as his stepmother uh, Donnie Wahlberg Donnie fucking Wahlberg's the detective and he is probably the best character in the movie he's the most believable character absolutely I have seen New Kids on the Block three times and all three times he makes the point to rip his shirt off to show that yeah I may be 50 something but I am zipped Yes, you were calling him Mark the other day, and I'm like, no. I call th- that wasn't the other day. Eh? That was literally like three hours ago. Was that three <laughs> hours ago? I yeah. don't know. So I don't know where I am. <laughs> okay. Anyways, but uh, was that really three hours ago? Yes. Yes, Aid. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, I didn't mean to call him Mark, but you know, I did. So I'm like, that's not Mark. That's fine because Donnie's my favorite. I still have his Barbie somewhere in his little sweatshirt. This is Donnie from New Kids on the Block. But anyways um so Donnie Wahlberg again he's probably he like he's actually really good in this one like if you don't even like if you didn't know that was him and you were just not really paying attention you wouldn't even know realize it was Donnie Wahlberg he talks completely different his receding hairline like the way they make him look he's so like he's so gross like he's always trying to shave his his five o'clock shadow like he's a creep like he like He's not like that in Saw. He's not like that in other movies he's in. He's definitely not like that as Donnie, you know, from New Kids on the Block. So for me, it was just like, it's very different to see him because he can play an asshole, but he's not like a, I don't know. There was something like dirty about him. Like not dirty, like, like sexual dirty, but like grimy. He's just grungy. But I yeah. will say that even though he was a cop and he would, you know, giving Ryan Quanton's character a shit the whole time there was something charming about the relationship because he wasn't actually like a bad cop you could tell there was like a small part that like not necessarily believed him but was like well let's see where this this goes um and then eventually they end up being in like a buddy buddy situation where they have to like rely on each other you know I don't yeah. want to spoil it or yeah we already said spoilers but when they actually shit goes down they have to rely on each other even though he doesn't make it like yeah it's, it's it's a weird relationship because usually in these horror movies you have the one cop that kind of is like the roadblock but he's never actually the roadblock because even like when he was like no you're coming to the station he's like no i i'm going and he like psychs him out and jets it in his car and he's like i don't even have gas <laughs> so, like, he's like unwillingly he's, but helpful <laughs> he's literally like the worst fucking cop ever you could tell the guy is going through like a divorce uh you know he was he was putting down donuts He's kind con- like you said, he's constantly shaving. Like, you know that in that trench coat, he has an emergency pork chop. 
for you know just the right situation <laughs> uh shit he probably ate that pork chop at the cd motel he was staying at he pulled it out dabbed a little franks on that some bitch threw the game on ate it and then uh drank a bottle of bourbon and started bitching about his ex-wife um and you know he was totally the type that would just bring it home you know she had like a dinner prepared for uh for Wahlberg. uh but detective Wahlberg, when he comes home he sits down like in front of his like recliner with a scotch and then she's all like how was your day dear like, how was my day how was my day i killed someone today a child it was an accident like you know like he like brought it home and he's he, and she just couldn't take it anymore so she started fucking the mailman uh but then he blames her for being the whore not the fact that he brought his disgusting job home and completely ruined his marriage uh now that he he's he's living right next to J jason stackhouse at this shitty motel room in this town that nobody's fucking heard of before called raven's claw or some harry potter shit like that uh <laughs> And uh, I, I think it was the town of Hufflepuff, right? Um, and, I think it's just you, Raven. <laughs> yeah, but you know that motherfucker is straight up just bouncing from shitty motel room to shitty motel room. His daughter doesn't want to have anything to do with him. And so he's like, I'm just going to hang out next to Jason Stackhouse. Hey, he seems like a good looking dude. I bet he always brings girls around. Maybe I could score with the Duff. The Duff is dependable, ugly, fat friend. I think that's what was going through his head the entire time. That or he was going to fuck Slappy. I don't know. Well, no. <laughs> this movie has no tits. That sure is a lot to unpack there, Micah. That was, um. uh, that's my take on uh, uh, the, the tenant Lipton. Lipton Ice Tea over here, uh, played I by Don, just, Don Wahlberg. I would just like to say, I don't know which one of you guys recommended to do this movie, but it sounded like both of y'all were fully on board and i seem to be the only one that actually enjoyed the movie because i was... likes it i don't <laughs> i don't hate this movie i enjoy uh there's there's different things of it that i truly do enjoy but then there's a lot where i'm watching it going did a fucking 12 year old write this shit like well, i it's like somebody throw a pie or something okay so the reason we're going to talk about this because i was editing our grindhouse episode and at one point we were both like oh my god dead silence, hey, dead silence. oh what do you we know we were both drinking though so that was probably the <laughs> issue yeah and i'm um, like oh let's let's just do an episode on it why not because no but and it's true no one talks about this movie and, and I, no, yeah absolutely nobody talks about it we're giving it love aid yeah and there's not a data to be had with this i mean obviously like you know there's little easter eggs jigsaw appears in the movie mm -hmm. yes, yes. very good very good does yeah, Annabelle? So, uh, no. Okay. Annabelle couple, wasn't around yet. Well, I know, but there is a couple of dolls that like almost resembled it. And I was like, is she there? And there's a glare I can't see. But um, yeah, like, I mean, I think that, I think that obviously um, James Wan like pulls like. James I, Bond? James who Wan? Uh, James Wan. He's okay. the cause for COVID, right? Oh my God. Uh, James Wan, for those of you who don't know who James Wan is, he's obviously like the writer and director of all of the Blumhouse movies, Annabelle, The Conjuring, Insidious, all that shit, right? Lee Winnell is responsible for Saw. Okay. So, and oh, I saw he, that one. What did he just do recently that was really big? Malignant. I, Malignant. Yeah. And uh, he also did, I was just looking at his, his shit uh earlier oh yeah i guess he was part of no yeah the oh the invisible man yeah with, with crazy ass the scientology james, james mon james mom james wan did invisible man no lee winnell no, lee winnell no did, okay uh, so neither of you are listening to me right now i'm trying to but homeboy in front keeps interrupting i know <laughs> do you stop it micah that is not gonna save you Bet. okay I will say though, I mean, I, are you, do you have more stepping? The second time we see Amber Valletta, because Amber Valletta is very pretty, right? So mm -hmm. she also plays another vengeful spirit in another film. Do we know what movie that I'm talking about? Can anybody guess? What lies beneath? What lies beneath? Oh, is she really? Her. I just guessed yeah. it. <laughs> yes, yes. Remember, because when, you know, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer sees her in the bathtub and then it turns into her face when she's mm -hmm. leaning over 
Harrison Ford. And then we realize Harrison Ford murdered her and threw her body in the lake in the backyard. And that's why there's all these problems going on. But anyway, such bum, a, bum. oh my God, like literally one of my favorite movies by far is such a great movie. Um, oh, and Denise Cronenberg, David Cronenberg's sister, or she's the costume designer in this in this film which i thought was fun i'm like oh okay yeah i'm glad you mentioned that because when i saw her name i was like i need to look her up and see if she's related to david cronenberg and i forgot (laughs) well yeah i immediately did that because i'm like okay we're gonna have some i real okay so some positives about the film the 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 beginning i love it and and child's play does this too where they have like oh and so does the beginning of seven like where they have this like little montage in the beginning and they're building something and it's creepy and there's all these like things happening like that's so fun for me so yeah, like I, I did enjoy that. Yeah, like great, I missed a little bit of it. And... Yeah, and I missed a little bit of it, and I, so I rewound it and I watched it again just because I really liked it. I liked the music, and I'm like, why is this ominous music like getting to me? The, like I yeah, like the something... score the score kind of reminds me a lot of Saw. Of Saw, yeah. Yeah, it reminded me of Harry Potter. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking mention Harry Potter and all it of did. our metadata now because the two of you are just geeking out on me. Well, I, when I heard it, I was like, oh, this sounds like the, the creepy theme song from Harry Potter. So I am Slytherin, obviously. Oh, yeah. Mikey, Mikey, who are you? Can I guess? Yes, you'll probably Huff- be right. Hufflepuff? Yes. Okay. Well, what the <laughs> hell is Micah? Like, do we have a house for Micah or is he just- Yeah, I'm actually a Hufflepuff too. Oh, yeah, you would be a Hufflepuff. <laughs> but Aid, you could, uh, I mean, I may be a Hufflepuff, but you could let me slither in, right? Uh, <laughs> I, I knew that was coming. I should have just kept that <laughs> That's what she said. Oh. oh, my God. Okay. So this is not um, a dirty episode, everyone, but I guess it's turning into one. So, Man. bitch, that's nasty. <laughs> Hashtag. All right. Um, you see my wand. That's why it's nasty. But anyways, Adrian, please, your bullet points, ma'am. Okay, so yeah. But, oh, and then finally, Billy is also the name of the little jigsaw doll in Saw. And huh. Billy is the name of the little puppet in this film. So, They're called I mean, dummies. Dummies. Billy is uh, Billy's a very uncommon name. Interesting. <laughs> well, obviously, it's... T- <laughs> It's almost as uncommon as Cronenberg. Where is, where is your bullet point? Where are your bullet, bullet pointed list, Micah? Where's, I, your, I don't, where's, where's your, your fucking notebook that I have to hear the fucking pages for 20 minutes and edit that shit out? There it is. <laughs> There's grandpa's notebook. Shut up. <laughs> oh, my oh my goodness. I, Mikey, get on top of that, please. <laughs> I already have. There's nothing he hasn't seen before. Ah. It's <laughs> old news. It's old um, hat. Yes. Yeah, for everyone at home, Micah likes to hold up a sign from his uh, grandpa notebook that says, send nudes. So just so you were wondering <laughs> what we were giggling about, now you know. Um, Sorry, so I don't have a it, fancy iPad or anything. Sorry, continue. I don't I have an iPad. I don't use Apple products, Micah. Okay. So um, but the last thing I wanted to touch on that back in... 2007 in Universal Studios, Florida, for our um, Halloween Horror Nights, they did a house on Dead Silence, which was uh, by far that year the best house they had. It was so fucking scary. Like, I can't tell you. Yeah, it was it was horrifying. Like, it was so dark. Like, it was basically like you were walking around in the area where um, where Ryan Quanton and Danny Wahlberg are searching around for all the dolls and everything. But there were these like mirrors in that they would walk by, you would walk through and you would see, and it, I, I don't know how they created, I really don't know how they made this illusion, but it, they must've used more than one mirror or something, but it looked like you were looking down in a huge hallway and it was really dark. And then like something was coming slowly, yeah. slowly from like afar. And then the head of that bitch would come out and she would just like <laughs> follow you. And it was literally the scare. Like I can still picture it in my mind because, you know, surprise, surprise. Usually I'm drunk at Horror Nights. I go every year. I get the fast pass. I go through all the houses and then I drink. And, um, but this was 2007. So I wouldn't have been able to drink at the park yet. So I may have had a buzz. I can't remember, but Usually I don't really recall all of the houses or everything they have to offer because there's just so much to see and it's just not enough time to see it all. Like they rush you through it. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys have ever gone 
to one Mikey? No. Okay. Um, yeah, they it's like you're just walking through, but they don't let you like I because I'm a bitch, so I will stop <laughs> and wait for people to like move up and then then like I feel like I'm by myself and then you know, uh, but they'll yell at you because they're they have little guards in the in the haunted house that see you doing that and they'll be like, Hey, hey. Just so, be like, anyway. I needed a fart, and I don't want anyone to smell it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I always like to go in first. I like to feel like I'm by myself. It's fun. <clears throat> and it's it's one of the houses that I'll always remember. And I think they brought it back. They recycled it years again after that, just to you know use some of the sets and, and that illusion again. It was so good. And I don't know how they did it. I, I could probably read about it now if I wanted to, but this was back in 2007. So it's like, you know, you could Google things back then, remember, but it wasn't like, you, you had to actually search for information it's like who has time for that yeah. so anyways that was probably the best thing that came out of this film is to actually experience that because that was a lot of fun yeah it's awesome speaking of that bitch you mentioned she's also <laughs> a high point for me the actress um because when she when they have the scene of her actually doing the ventriloquism uh, yeah the flashback scene yeah where she's right, doing so her yeah, there's there's a I, I actually like you. That's my favorite part of the movie. There is a flashback scene that's told to uh, the the lead character Jamie Ashen, who's played by Ryan Quanton by uh, the uh, the people that are running the mortuary. Uh, so it's it's a flashback to when he was a boy. So this is like what eighty year oh, not eighty like it's like sixty years prior to the movie somewhere yeah. around there. I assume. Yeah. yeah. So no, well, like it, you, it, it'd be like, like seventy. It? Uh, no, I just, I love her. And so that, or are you talking to me or Micah? Yeah, Mikey. Oh, okay. You, you I, our names are too up. similar. I don't. Yeah. Somebody. <laughs> so, yeah, the flashback scene, it probably actually is one of my favorite scenes as well, just because it's so pleasing to look at. But that oh, yeah. actress, that actress is so good. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I don't think she's the one throwing her voice and voicing Billy, but you know, she's doing her thing. And then one of the snot-nosed kids in the audience is like, I can see your mouth moving. And then like, it stops. And the way that she just looks at the kid and she's like, who said that? Like everything she said, they lucked out with this actress because they could have gotten someone that completely didn't have any type of connection with the character like this person did. She was creepy. In the beginning, What I, this is another thing that I love about the movie. So essentially that kid that speaks up goes missing. And the reason why she's killing everybody is because the townsfolk go and kill her because they think she killed them, killed him. Yeah, real um, Freddy Krueger situation there. Yeah. Um, and then that's why she's back and she's killing all the family members of the people that have killed her. So when I believe, I, I, I heard it correctly, when the story's told to him, they're pretty much like, yeah, we thought that that's what happened, but it ended up not being the case, which is why they're, she's killing us. But at the very end, you actually find out that, no, she did kill that kid. <laughs> she's just killing y'all because you killed her also. <laughs> so <laughs> I love that twist because she does a really good job in the beginning when she's a human, alive, um, kind of being a little sympathetic in terms of like, well, she's just a performer. That's just her art. She's Maybe she's a little weird because she likes all these dolls, but then she actually becomes a murderous entity. And then you're like, oh, okay, she's crazy. Yeah. But I loved her. I love the twist. And then also considering I knew what happened already at the end, watching it a second time, the scariest parts for me, which is kind of weird, but the scariest parts for me were studying the scenes with the stepmom and the dad and how they were inter- interacting with each other. Oh, yeah. Because I, you can see her mouthing the words. And it just, to me, those were so good. Well, busy, the minute she takes off the thing. Yeah. It's clearly a dead up. fucking body. Yeah, and I noticed it. I remember thinking that when I first saw it, I'm like, kind of like a dummy. Like, I didn't, you know. Yeah. Like, Could you imagine the smell, though? Like, uh, bodies actually do tend to stink after a, a day, not even. They I bloat. don't know. She hollowed him out, though, remember? Yeah, she did. She uh, hollowed yeah, him out. so she, she probably pulled out some some things that'll be like, ah, she's going to be stinking. Uh, <laughs> that that was cool. I do like that she was using him as a, as a dummy, you know, doing the spine thing, which is just such a fun little thing to do. Uh, I, you know, at a, at a party or whatever, but like what actually brought her back? And that was what, what I was going to say. What, what the fuck? There was no, like, there was no curse 
at the uh, at, at, like there wasn't a curse. There wasn't anything that it wasn't a fucking hey here we go. There wasn't a Horcrux. Uh, it, it's was it because uh, there was that scene in the theater where uh, Donnie Wahlberg and Ryan are, are that's when they turn like buddy buddy and they start shooting all the fucking dolls because she had a hundred dolls that she was buried with. Uh, and uh, of course there was one that got away which was Slappy. Could have been a thing that if all the dolls were destroyed, her spirit would it have been like a supernatural situation where like her vengeful spirit would have just went and gone. Uh, but they don't fucking explain that. They don't explain that she's connected to these dolls. Also, I love that they destroy all the dolls by Jason Stackhouse chucking a lantern at them that just goes up in flames when it's clear as fucking day that this is a lantern that you turn on with a flick of a switch and it's totally not an oil lamp so i i just i love that part so much you know i love the cheesy shit and actually i do genuinely love that i was cracking up uh uh watching that shit uh but yeah there was no there was no uh like hey I, like in the ring where uh, they were like, oh, we got to make a duplicate of this tape or, or some short. At first, it's like, oh, let's free Samira from the well. Uh, yeah. Bingo, bango, problem solved. And this one, it was Ryan, uh, Jason, Ryan Stackhouse. Jason Stackhouse <laughs> just like kind of like, kind of just like, he was just going with the fucking flow. And he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just throwing spaghetti at the wall. Whatever sticks, sticks. Yeah, ah, sure. Fucking uh, Ellen's. DeGeneres is dead and that guy from uh, that boy band is dead and the guy from the, the mortuary is dead uh, but oh and his poor little wife was crying over him like nobody like so what she's just gonna not have her husband anymore and that's it ah, like... she's fine <laughs> she doesn't even know where she is half the time know, she thought like... she was she thought she was crying over a spilt two liter at a 7-Eleven oh my god that's not true that's amazing <laughs> I bumped it I bumped it off the ledge. I'm sorry. I don't have a dollar fifty to reimburse you. Oh, look at my dead raven. Oh my, oh my god. Okay. But no, I'll I, offer I, you my pussy. <laughs> Shut up. Anyways, I Shut was up. also wondering why she became this beautiful woman out of us all of a sudden. Um, and then to your point, he kills all the. I mean, he destroys all the dolls. He even throws Billy in the fire, and she doesn't. She doesn't go away. Oh, that's um, right. I forgot about that. Because Amber Valletta is the perfect doll. She is the doll. She's not a person. But how did he, what did she make her from? I understand the whole perfect there was doll a, thing. And then there was a, there was directions in the book. There was directions was... on it. But, okay, so that... but I, my, so was, it, was that the, was that the last was that the last doll that had to be destroyed? That was, she was the last doll supposedly. And Obviously, he didn't destroy her. So, well, and I do love the ending. Who's, <laughs> who's the dummy now? Oh my god! Oh shit! Did they actually say that? <laughs> yeah. Who said that? She said it. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah. Oh, she's um, an asshole. <laughs> I so I liked the whole movie. The <laughs> only thing I liked everything up until like I love that she ended up being Mary Shaw the whole time. That was fine, but like. Yeah after right after that i was like just please stop it got into saw territory where i was expecting that stupid dun 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 where he's well, like and like has all these flashbacks explaining everything and i'm like oh god this yeah again. even the music mimicked it too and i'm oh, like okay yeah. so we kind of get and i feel like that's probably what they were trying to they they wanted to do that and i don't think that was what Lee Winella or James Wan really envisioned, but they were just picking up from, you know, the popularity of Saw and all of that, right? So. Yeah. It felt just a little too masturbatory to me. <laughs> For lack of a better word. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, I get it. It's, it. It worked, I think, a lot for the time. Does it work now? I, I think it holds up well now. I, I don't know what you guys think, but. I personally believe that the U.S. Americans, it does hold up today better than before because I feel like before, I don't know if it was just me or if it was the general audience, but we don't expect too much just hack and slash anymore. Now we're a little more open to more story-driven stories. And this is one that kind of feels like that, where it's not just 
you know, balls to the wall, hack them up. It actually, we have a little more patience for horror movies these days to not be so energetic all the time. A little more substance, yeah. What do you think, Micah? Ah, the special effects in the movie are dated, and that kind of bumps me out a bit. I uh, also... Like I said, it was the style of the time to have that story, story horror movie. Uh, and I, uh, I for one, <laughs> I do not give a shit about that kind of thing. I like a good, I like a good movie with some butter in the ass. You got blood everywhere. Everyone's just limbs are flying. There's tits. I, uh, I don't want to think. I don't want to. F- also, I don't want to follow a male lead. Like, like the the roles. I said it earlier. The roles should have been fucking reversed. Uh, and also, once you know the the M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong twist, what's where's the rewatch value in this shit? Uh, it's 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 a one and done thing for me. I went back and rewatched it, and I was like, God damn, man! I remember this movie being better. Uh, but you know, I'm, I guess I'm glad I rewatched it. There, there's that weird early 2000s horror that does have a little bit of a charm to it. But a lot of the movies, if you go back around that time from say like 2003 to 2010, a lot of them were very cookie cutter. And this was the style of the time. Uh, it was either this or fucking zombies. Um, zombies were so hot during that time too. Uh, but it's, it's, uh, God, it, it's really just 90, 90 minutes of, uh, a, a murder mystery, supernatural thriller without boobs. Uh, if you want something along these lines of, uh, with a little bit more suspense, uh, there's other movies <laughs> around the time that you could watch like, uh, uh, a movie that doesn't get enough love that came out around this time too, was that fucking game, uh, uh, piss out of my ass i forgot the name of it now it had uh muniz was in it game on game game over frankie muniz frankie muniz oh yeah uh, whatever that happened one? to that yeah i i don't remember what the hell happened it was though. game I something it. but but like that to me is an underrated gem because you had boobs in that and you had gore and also the murder mystery aspect of it like are you talking about the elizabeth bathory movie no it's the one where they're all playing a video game and like if you die in the video game you die in real life yeah but in the the video game it was elizabeth bathory and that's who was killing people from the game you're probably right isn't it called isn't it called stay alive or something stay alive yes it's called stay alive and it totally was uh bad bathory yeah yeah because it has Sophia Bush, who, by the way, Aid, you give a striking resemblance of Sophia Bush now that I think about it. Oh, do I really? Oh, fuck, I've eaten Bush all day. Um, <laughs> but my like, God, oh, did, <laughs> I didn't mean Sophia. Never mind. I, uh, but it's it's really at the end of the day well, this jokes is this on is, you because i don't have one so ah, Dex, well grow it out the way i like it <laughs> jokes uh, on you it's just a bunch of it's just a pile of twigs well they say <laughs> <laughs> well you know what they say grass doesn't grow on a busy street um so uh that's why sometimes it makes it through the cracks though (laughs) hey that's why i'm a regular old bob ross down there with fucking happy little accidents everywhere and those happy little accidents happen when uh never mind but uh the the movie was just 90 90 minutes of uh of a trend of horror movies that was just so beaten over the bush at this point and uh it's it's 90 90 titless minutes uh of just uh, a whodunit thing uh you know you know what two out of five scaries oh bop, well bop. okay so like, micah took 10 minutes to tell us that yeah. now this movie is not effective anymore oh oh shit is that it yeah no no the movie the movie has no fucking rewatch value at all my god you know what you could go on and blame the fact that like i'm a i'm an alcoholic on this ship but i am so sober right now turns out this is just how i is well that's totally fine yep. we all are but this is not going to be an episode where did you oh did you send uh, micah that gift that you sent to everybody else that Which the one? little guy falling over himself 
What a he, he's like this is me micah and aid walking out of what i forget oh the night house episode because everybody was so tanked <laughs> oh, <laughs> and never so yeah so <laughs> mutant goons this is us sober and and we're not we're not that much different so that you know that's a good thing that's a good yeah. thing that means you that know, was a that bad time character. because i was like having a good time but then all of a sudden i just got like really dark i know yeah. Ah. I had to check on you. I was concerned. <laughs> okay, you're, you're you're with friends, Micah. Yeah, I just I sat in the hot tub with a loaded gun, just staring at. Oh my nothing. god! Oh my god! Don't say that! Oh my god! It turned uh, out there was nothing there the whole time. Oh, clearly. <laughs> um, little call, I, little callback, eh? I do want to share a forecast. There is a new horror movie coming out this month on Shutter called Glorious. Have you heard of it? Oh yeah, we talk about it on the new episode of Damn That Scary. I don't know what that is, but it stars Ryan Guan. So, sorry, Micah. Um, it's um, I don't know much about it. It has Ryan Quanton in it, and it centers around a glory hole at a truck stop. Um, it's cosmic horror it's cosmic it's it's another because lovecraft is so hot right now the fate of the world is in ryan quantin's hands or his penis whatever yeah he's at a glory hole truck stop about to get his dick sucked turns out as a cosmic being on the other end and the fate of humanity lies with ryan quantin who apparently is extremely hungover uh i but it's got like a the reviews are already out and it's got like a hundred percent on rotten maters uh glorious shall be just that i believe i i love cosmic horror uh and i guess it also has a nihilistic approach to it so yeah i'm uh, i'm here for that shit yeah i'm interested in watching it i'm just i'm a little interested in how they're going to approach it because i feel and this isn't me like gatekeeping glory holes but like glory holes are like a big thing in the gay community right like i've never heard of like straight people having their own glory holes and so i'm like are they stealing our community for the sake of a Ryan Quanton horror film. So he better be going to that glory hole expecting to be sucked off by a greasy, hairy, nasty trucker. Well, you know, you keep pushing your gay agenda on us, Mikey. This is what's going to happen, okay? You know, you keep pushing your gay agenda on AIDS Bush. Uh, <laughs> I don't have one for the oh, last time. <laughs> her imaginary Bush. You know what? This all comes back around again because Gwen Stefani was with that guy from Bush. Oh yeah. Oh Gavin. yeah. And he also too liked glory holes. So I was gonna was say he, he also yeah. was part of the LGBT community. So we're just it's all coming around. Look at this. Maybe uh maybe being sober is the way to go, guys. Oh no, thank you. <laughs> no, no, as soon as I feel Ugh. better, I'm probably gonna need a drink after this yeah. week. Oh this is, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fucking miserable right now. This is a one and done type situation. <laughs> <laughs> okay um but yeah I, I don't know as far as ryan quanton goes i loved him in knights of bad Aston. that's actually another oh, good yeah. one that nobody ever talks such about a fun movie i love that movie that's a good movie and, he, yeah. and he's, a, he's such a real like okay if you compare him to the type of character that he plays in either of these films and then you look at him as jason stackhouse he's like as he we, you know playing jason like jason's character is He's just like Jason in the book. I don't know if y'all if y'all ever read. Oh yeah, any of the yeah, books. he's just like him in the book. Yeah, but yeah, like I don't know. You're being serious. You read the book? I don't know how to read. I had I listened to it on audio. Oh okay, okay, but no, the books are actually really good. And I mean, obviously, like Lafayette doesn't exist in the books or whatever. Lafayette. But yeah, Jason's characters. It, 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 real, real quick, you know about their rebooting True Blood on HBO, and it's supposed to follow. It's supposed to actually follow the books this time. So yeah which i think will be interesting because i really liked what they did with it in the show until oh, me too. all the shit with suki started getting weird and, uh, and it got really weird so i i would like for it to see it actually follow the series because the series <clears throat> is so good but anyways jason's character like ryan quantum plays him so well okay. and i'm just thinking like he's He's actually a really good actor. And so yeah. I'm surprised that he's not in more because he's really hot too. He's got a great body. So it's because like, he, okay. he, he read the books, eh? Oh, he did? I yeah, did that's, not know that's, that. That's why he got he got that character down to a T. He read the books. Um, 
Yeah, I used to watch all the behind the scenes shit in True Blood because I was a big time fang banger. And uh, um, like I actually like, spent, I spent like 20 bucks on the four pack of True Blood. I thought it was so cool. <laughs> I had a fucking uh, shirt to the bar that Eric owned. What the fuck? Fangtasia. Uh, and, uh, you know, I actually I, I, I had fangs and shit like I, I oh was really goodness. into that. stuff. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Look no, I that. was uh, I was knew? really I was really big into True Blood, man uh but i uh yeah when i it's, it's i I've, yeah I, it was just my jam i love that shit uh but like was i getting at too oh yeah the guy fucking ryan like wrote like these books on like how to fuck oh and did you read them i can't read i listen to them on audio <laughs> Uh, which uh, uh, made me the man I am today, which is also why I have that giant ball fro, because apparently it, it makes your gimmick look bigger. They always <laughs> say you shave it. It makes everything look bigger. Well, ah, ah, that ain't the case. Real quick, guys. Can you hear that? I live in a fucking <sighs> desert and it just started pouring rain. Yeah, I hear that. Oh, my Lord. Oh, it's raining on your trailer. We had to... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't live in this trailer, right? Like, I'm not. <laughs> This is his office aid. Yeah, this is the office. <laughs> the office, uh, aka the fuck wagon. Uh, with the grandma curtains. Fuck with my aesthetics here, man. I like it. <laughs> Those people know how serious I am. Um, this is ridiculous. I don't know what we're talking about. I have no idea what we're talking about. Anymore. Oh, we're talking about Ryan Quantin fucking. Uh, yeah, he wrote a couple oh, okay. books on like how to fuck. I. Uh, and uh it's like it's like he was in the books it talks a lot about like he's like hey don't because he's australian he's like i don't be shy to grab a woman by your throat they turns out they like it spit on them they enjoy it like it was like shit like that uh it's it's pretty pretty spice i don't know about that advice um probably should ask people first so ryan clinton you know he god you know god love him he did a great job in this and so uh I, again it if you guys want to watch it it's not really streaming on anything right now i had to pay for it 3.99 on prime or voodoo Ooh. whatever you want to watch it but you can come around the bend and watch it on something else or you know jack it, however you want to do if you want to see it i think it's worth at least one watch if you haven't seen it please watch it i think you some of you might enjoy it if you like again like mikey said a you know good story behind it Johnny Wahlberg's really fun in this and you know the the twist like it's just fun watching uh Amber Valletta with the guy because like you can tell every time like it's just it's creepy that's like yeah. that is really creepy so there are good elements too and I really would love to see the the you know the actual movie that Lee Winnell had envisioned in the first place that would have been awesome uh I will never get that unfortunately but you know maybe one day who knows anyway so, Mikey, if you want to look hot and you want to model some hot shit and, you know, wear our shit, where would you go to get that shit? To get some awesome Slashers Pod merch, feel free to mosey your way down to redbubble.com slash Slashers Pod, where you can find an array and assortment, a bellage of items to your liking. Yes, and Micah has a shirt that he's not wearing, so okay. Um. And if you listen to Damn That Scary, uh, Jake and Doug will s send you free t-shirts from uh, Slasher's podcast personally. Yes, yes, personally. Yeah, And personally. so, uh, And then, of course, Micah, uh, any plugs? Well, you just said Damn That Scary, but... Yeah, I listen to Damn That Scary. Greg and I are on there, and uh, my sweet sweet handsome face greg does a lot of hard work uh editing the shows because uh for the most part we are extremely drunk when we record uh and as you listen to the episode you could hear the progression of how we are getting drunker uh, uh so the editing that he puts into these episodes are just just it's absolutely phenomenal what he does and i just i gotta give it up to the guy so check out the episodes I even if you don't like want to listen to what we have to say, it's just a lot of fun hearing what uh, what Greg has in store every week for us. Yeah, yes, yeah, so we do love Damn That's Scary. So make sure you give them a listen. And also, I'm just going to plug Josh's podcast really quick, Uncovering Unexplained Mysteries, because I am also on another episode with them this uh, last week. 
on Stranger Things. So if you want to hear that, guys, and if you want to support us monetarily, you can go to patreon.com slash pod. You know, $50, you get to see some penis. Yay. Yay. And then lastly, I'm really excited because Doug wrapped up his movie Trash Juice. Yay. Yay. Uh, To which they are doing a premiere October 12th that we'll all be at. Yay. Yay. All the slashers in one state. Isn't that exciting? Okay. I'm so excited about it. So if you guys are out in the area, um, just check uh, check out Doug's page and you can get the link and get tickets for the premiere and actually to see Trash Juice because we're all included in it somehow. So it's really fun and it was really sweet of him to include us all in it. And, you know, if you love B-movie schlock and craziness and blood and guts and nastiness, then you'll love this. The so. movie looks great. It, it looks like a mix of like street trash and something John Waters would have done. Like, it, oh, it's- yeah. The the trailer blew away my expectations, and I'm just so stoked and excited to watch the actual finished product. Uh, and <laughs> oh man, uh, you know what? I'll save my comment for afterwards. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, with that, I just want to thank you guys for coming on. Thank you again, Micah, for joining us. We you know thanks we for love having, having me. Having I you. love I love being here. Well, you're you're getting good reviews, so you know. Really? Well, you you're the one who showed me them, Mikey. So I I don't know. Are oh. you lying to me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the one bad review merited a disclaimer by Jake. So, but that's okay. We fixed that. Who's it's fine. Jake, Jake, who's rolling in his grave. Oh no, he's fine. Everybody. <laughs> may he may he rest in peace <laughs> or pieces because you know he blew up. Oh no. <laughs> Just like the, yeah, he got the car. The, the hitman thought it was uh, another guy's car. Jake got in, started up, and just had groceries. Being a family man, he is. So then, kaboom, Jake just splattered fucking everywhere. Uh, <laughs> such a shame. Such a shame. Uh, gone okay. so soon. Well, with that, I just want to thank you guys for joining me. Goodbye and goodbye. Bye. Say Ciao. bye, Micah. Uh, say bye, Micah. Bye, bye Micah. God. Bye, guys. I was going to say, age, boo.